Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Catholic Mom Design, Catholic Kid Approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And be sure to check out our Valentine's Day goodies. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Thomas Aquinas, whose feast is celebrated on January 28th. Thomas was born to a noble family in 1225 in what is now Lazio, Italy. His father was Landolf of Aquino and his mother was Theodora of Tiano. In Thomas's family, his brothers were expected to follow the military career of his father, but as the youngest son, Thomas's parents expected him to follow in the footsteps of his uncle, the abbot of Monte Cassino, the Benedictine monastery. But instead of joining the Benedictines like his family wanted, St. Thomas felt called to the Dominican order. Thomas was very smart, even though it wasn't always obvious when he was growing up. He was reserved and quiet, and some people mistook this for stupidity. Instead, Thomas turned out to be one of the greatest theologians in church history. His most famous work, the Summa Theologica, is still massively influential, and his writings are still used to teach those training for the priesthood. St. Thomas Aquinas is the patron saint of academics, apologists, Catholic schools, students, theologians, and against storms and lightning. Now it's time for our story. St. Thomas walked along a beautiful sunlit path on his way to Rome. His heart was so full of joy and peace. This decision hadn't been an easy one. He knew he was disappointing his family, and that made him very sad. But he couldn't shake the feeling that God was calling him to be a Dominican, not a Benedictine. In fact, it was more than just a feeling. He felt convicted. He knew it was what God wanted him to do. So even though his parents wanted him to be the abbot of Monte Cassino and follow in his uncle's footsteps, he was following another path. And now, quite literally, was on the path to his new life. The Dominicans knew how upset his mother, Theodora, was. She had threatened trouble if he became a Dominican against her express wishes. And now, at the age of 19, St. Thomas had done it. And they respected his decision. So to help him avoid his furious mother, they thought it would be best to send him to Rome and then Paris until she came to terms with his decision. Thomas was sad he didn't have his family's support, but was grateful for the Dominicans that supported him. As he continued down the path, the sun rose higher in the sky, and soon the noonday sun was beating down on Thomas. He heard the babbling of a spring not far off the path and decided it was a good time to take a drink and rest for a bit. The spring was beautiful and the water was so clear and fresh. He bent over the water and took a long drink. He splashed it over his face and then wiped it clean. But as he drew away his cloak from his face, he saw that he was no longer alone. Hello, brother. Mother wants to see you at home. And with that, his brothers threw a sack over his face and captured him. Please don't do this, Thomas begged. But it was no use. His brothers were following his furious mother's orders. They took him all the way back to the family's castle, Monte San Giovanni Campano. When they arrived, Theodora was waiting. How dare you try to leave and become a Dominican against my orders? You were supposed to be a Benedictine. This was decided before you were even born. You are nobility. You are supposed to hold a high and esteemed position. You are supposed to be the abbot of Monte Cassino. What is wrong with you? It's all religious orders. What difference does it make which order it is to you? Why can't you just obey your family? Why are you embarrassing us? 
Mother, with all due respect, I have to do what God wants me to do, Thomas said sadly. Fine, screamed Theodora. You will stay here in the tower until you change your mind. You will not embarrass me, and you will never change my mind. So save your breath. And with that, St. Thomas was locked in the castle tower, a prisoner of his own family. They loved Thomas and weren't interested in torturing him. They were just trying to change his mind. And they tried everything, begging, yelling, threats, bribes, but nothing worked. Thomas stayed firm in his conviction to become a Dominican. But his mother wasn't going to give up easily either, so Thomas was a prisoner for over a year. He passed the time tutoring his sisters, who felt quite bad for him, studying and praying. He prayed every day for God to help change his family's hearts. Thomas didn't want to be at odds with his family. He loved them and wanted them to accept his vocation. His family wasn't interested in hearing what he had to say, so Thomas kept praying. He knew God could soften their hearts where his words failed. Finally, after a year had passed, it seemed as if God was answering his prayers. Because Theodora had been praying too for Thomas to change his mind. But slowly, slowly, she started to realize that maybe she was the one that needed to change her mind. She was praying for Thomas, but God was working on her. Finally, Theodora realized that God was in fact calling Thomas to the Dominicans. She was ready to let him go, but she still wasn't ready to admit that she had been defeated, so she called for her daughters to come to her. When they were all together, Theodora spoke. I've decided to let Thomas go, she said, but I don't want people to think that I gave up. It's not good for our family image, so I want you to help him escape. That way he can save his dignity and we can save ours. A few weeks later, after the sisters had prepared all the supplies, they told Thomas of his escape plan. We are going to attach this rope to the top of the tower. Then we're going to lower down a large basket to your window. You can get into the basket, then we'll lower the basket down to the ground or some of your Dominican brothers will be waiting to take you away. St. Thomas couldn't believe it. He was finally going to be free to follow his calling. God had heard his prayers. So on the day of his escape, St. Thomas very carefully climbed from his window into the waiting basket and was slowly lowered to the ground. Theodora watched from the window, sad but relieved that the ordeal was over. She was ready to let Thomas follow God's plan for his life, not hers. St. Thomas looked up and saw her there and smiled at her. He loved his mother and thanked God that she had softened her heart and let him go. The story of St. Thomas Aquinas reminds us to pray for those that persecute us, because even if we can't change someone's mind, God can. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time.